Welcome to the Good Talk Podcast. We remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here. Happy February. Yay, we it's made it. It's the month it. of love. Aw, it is the month of love, <laughs> which is the perfect time to tell you guys we're doing our first ever Good Talk series. Yeah, so like the whole month of February, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about... Relationship goals. Shocker. So, yep. um, yeah, for... Primarily, wouldn't you say, for like dating uh, yeah, or marriages? Yeah, the focus is marriage and dating, but honestly, you could take all of these principles, for the most part, totally. that we'll talk about and apply it to any relationship. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think there's a strong focus on marriage and, and dating, and why not? It's February, it's Valentine's Day, it feels like the perfect time to talk about this stuff, so I'm excited. Today we're talking about how to get the love you want, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But oh, oh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. Something else we're doing for the month of February is uh, we love getting to know you guys, and you guys are great about sending us emails and telling us how certain things impact you yeah but we're like let's do something fun like because we wish we could go out like on a double date with all you guys um which would be more than a double date but i meant like <laughs> yeah yeah, a day we get at a time. It. yeah but so we thought let's do a little contest right so you guys send us your email address and we're going to select somebody each week of the week of february so before different nights mm-hmm. and uh we're going to do a double date with you a virtual double date so yeah. uh we'll make dinner you make dinner we're going to sit down in front of the computer <laughs> awkwardly eat dinner together and just talk about life talk about whatever you want to talk about yeah. So I can't wait for this. I yeah. can't wait to meet some people we've never met. And to be clear, we're not cooking together. Like, we'll just both come to our Zoom meeting right. with our with meals. what we cook. Yeah, because we're not teaching cooking because you no. don't want that at all. No. But if you do want one of my recipes, I will give it to you. Oh so, uh, so how do they do this, Jordan? Yeah, so our website where you can find a lot of the things we're up to is theplaceforgood.com. Um, on the homepage, you will see a section that calls out this um, month of February double date situation. So um, it'll be a place for you to enter your email, um, and then we'll just pick from there. So go to theplaceforgood.com. They'll see like a section there. Mm-hmm. To give us your email, we'll randomly select somebody out of that and uh, send you an email, and we'll do a double date, a virtual double date. Woohoo! That sounds fun. I know it's going to be a lot of fun. So <laughs> sign uh, up. All right. get to know us. Yes, we want to get be- to know you. Before we get into how to get to love you want, let's do a game. <laughs> I know. So this game People is my love idea. Our games. This might this might crash and burn. I don't know. You guys might see um, our relationship spiral in the next three minutes. Good. I don't do know. Um, so all of you, I'm sure, have listened to or have seen the newlywed game. Uh-huh. And we're kind of newlyweds. Yeah, we are. I mean, technically, yeah. So we were married back in, well, hey, hey, Pete, when, when were we married? In May. Yeah, good job. I, it's because I just started saying it. Nailed it. May. Um, Hashtag relationship goals. So we're almost like nine months out, right? Yeah. Um, so we're going to play a game and, um, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see us playing the game with the little cards. And if you're listening, obviously you will hear us. We'll read them. We'll read them. So I'm going to read all the questions. Um, asked Pete four questions and then I asked, we asked myself four questions and we tried to figure out what the other person would answer. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. So Pete, we started with you. So for you to answer, if you could describe me, so Jordan, describe you, Jordan in one word. What, what would, it, would be? it be? And so I also have to guess what you would say. Okay. Ready? My word is... One, two, 
Kind. Kind. And you said caring. Aw, caring. That's really the same it's thing. It's also so awkward to be like, I'm sure he thinks I'm so caring. No, I think you're very kind. <laughs> okay, caring. That's sweet. That's Thank yep. you. You're okay, welcome. second one. Um, which one of you is the better driver? The so better you driver. have to answer this. And I oh. just have to guess what you're going to say. It doesn't mean I agree. Okay. Ready? Me. You yeah, said I me said too. Pete. Yeah, I'm by far a better driver. I disagree, that, but I didn't even take I just time had to, to think match, about that. I just had to match your answer. Oh my god! Totally disagree. Um, okay, what? <laughs> this is awkward too. What is your um, spouse's best physical feature? So your my best, best physical, physical feature, feature. I wrote down. Oh, where's it? Oh, this right is here. why I told you to order your cards. I, know, I did. I did. I did. So I wrote one and crossed it out. And then went with something else. So I wrote eyes down first. <laughs> okay. Is that what you wrote? I said eyes. eyes. And then I crossed it out. I was like, hair. Okay. You have awesome hair. Thank you. Those are t- typically, like, I think most, got, most guys, someone will send an email about this, a smart <laughs> I'm sure. Most guys notice eyes and hair first, hmm. I think. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Because you have great eyes and hair. Thank you. I All right, next it. question. All right, the next question. Um, what is Jordan's <laughs> worst habit? Oh, man. I don't even want... This is where our, our relationship is going to spiral. Ready? Yeah, I answered this, but only because you asked. Okay, well, you could at least be kind. All right, one, two, three... I said clutter. I said, you said leaving, leaving things, things out. out. There you go. So it's not, it's not clutter. It's just like I no, leave it's, things. it's clutter. It's not. I don't have clutter. Where do you see clutter in this home right now? Don't, Besides my closet. Don't make me grab that camera and give people a tour <laughs> to your piles. No. You have little, they are generally stacked neat, but you have piles of things in little places. I don't have pi- You make me sound like a hoarder. <laughs> I literally just have... So Ooh. in my closet, Ooh. I have like... My robe is on the closet floor and I have yeah. a ton of shoes that are just ran I mean we're newlyweds we haven't been in this house long so there's some things in your defense you just haven't found a, a home for yet okay can we keep going with the questions because yes. I have something I want yes. to say about you <laughs> all right let's go what's, okay what's next so these were questions were asked for me about you sometimes okay. okay so who is more emotional so my answer for who was more emotional would you put down i put pete you said i was more emotional yeah. i said you were more more emotional i know i'm so surprised yeah no you are you're <laughs> so much more emotional Not you true. you're you can't yeah no you are no yeah I, I i i will say i am emotional but i would say you are more emotional I think you see i think you feel <laughs> your emotions you just don't share them as much as i share them Okay. I'm going to have to process that. I'll okay, get back to you, you on that one. Um, what is Pete's ideal vacation? My ideal vacation? Go so ahead. So I What'd said basically any beach. I Very close. I said Hawaii. And I said Hawaii. And I wrote down beach plus adventure. Because in Hawaii, at least I understand I've never been there. Like, I love it when we go to, like, Florida and we just sit on the beach for a week. That's awesome. But it's, there are times where I start to get a little antsy. And I'm like, I'd like to climb a mountain right now. Yeah. You know, or, or zip line or, yeah. you know, so that's why I said, well, I but we were just spot on. Out. That was good. Good. Okay. Um, this is Pete's best physical feature. Oh, I bet it took you a while. Didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I said hair. I said, um, Oh, that's the wrong paper. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> that's the next one. Uh, I said hair. But I said a very close second's my height. <laughs> so if tall. you guys don't know us, I'm 5'8 and Pete is 5'8. Yeah. Um, so we are eye to eye. But yeah, you're so I, tall. You have fantastic hair. hair. Well, thank you. You are so welcome. Um, okay, the last one, Ooh. which is uh, 
what is the last one? Oh, okay. This one is what is Pete's worst habit, which is this is the one that I couldn't wait to get to. Okay. What's my worst habit? Go ahead. So I started with unorganized. Then I crashed, scratched that out just so that I could say it out loud because honestly. You've talked about this on the podcast. No, I don't think I have. Not in enough detail. I'm just going to go into it for a hot second. Like. I, if I'm ever gone on a weekend and he's here and I come back, there is no telling where our dishes are, where the glasses are, That's where, not what you, you're, you're where riffing the, on something on, else. I got to just get it out where the batteries are. Nothing. Like I'll go into the pantry and find like our plates, which is have its own like cabinet. They yep. have a, they have a great cabinet. But is it neat? Is it clean? No, it's unorganized. It's unorganized, but it is neat and clean. Yeah, but so is my pantry and all my dishes and all that. Oh, yeah, great. I agree. The kitchen is the, the neatest room in the house. Um, but you put, This is not a habit. This is just something you do, crunching really the crunching, loud. Yeah. I actually put crunching, started. I started with the toilet paper curled, because you get on to me about that. <laughs> what do you mean? I leave the toilet paper like, oh. I leave no. the string out. <laughs> Curled is not the right word. He literally will leave the toilet paper, which is <laughs> from awkward. where it is down to the ground. Like it touches the ground. I forget to roll it back up. So you have to like, obviously I don't want to use the square that's been rubbing all over the ground. So you got to tear it and throw it. Why? It's about the rubble of your butt. <laughs> I think you can, it's just, not, it's fine. Okay. Anyways, right. you're weird. I, I don't have another sheet. I know. So it's okay. our, our last question and I'll put my sheet down. Okay. The last question question is does pete want more kids yes pete does want more kids okay i said yes too and that is oh, because jordan's pregnant i am pregnant you guys um if you follow us on our socials you already know this um but yeah i mean by the time this podcast comes out i'll be 14 weeks i'm so excited we are really excited um yeah it's been just kind of a whirlwind of a few months of um, just kind of preparing your mind for something. Obviously, I don't even think you can prepare your mind for, um, but we are so pumped. We've, um, our family, friends know, um, we told them first. We told the boys first. Yeah, they were so awesome. Um, so yeah. The boys already have a list of names. Yes. Yeah, they, they've generated both options in the case that they uh, get to be the winner of the name. Yeah. Um, I don't so. think they have a shot at it. Having looked, actually, I saw a couple on Jet's list. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. He has he had a good list. So, yeah. anyways, um, yeah. So that is uh, our biggest life change as of yet. It's a big life change. Going to add a I new flair so to our excited. relationship. I'm so, so excited. So I'm excited. You guys get to go on this journey of Jordan's pregnancy <laughs> over the next couple months. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. If you watch on YouTube, I'll just start to expand. I think. Hopefully only in one direction. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah. Well, thanks for playing the newly, Newlywed yeah, game. Yeah, it's the Newlywed game. Da -dun -dun. I'm excited about relationship goals this month. I yeah, really am. Too. I think it's going to be a fun, some fun conversations and hopefully stretches. And uh, I want to start, uh, the title, to be honest, is is a, a little bit of a trick, how to get the love you want. Um, and I'll explain why in just a minute. But I, I really wanted to talk about, like, there's so many books and so many articles out there about how to pick up women, how to get a man. The problem isn't for any of us finding other humans. Like, they're mm -hmm. freaking everywhere, yeah. right? It's about learning how to love and to be loved by the people that we find. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, for me, if I could sum up the next four weeks, Relationship Goals is all about that. How can, how can we all help each other um, love and be loved 
by the people that are in our life. Mm-hmm. And I want to spend um, this week talking about what I think is, it's just called the five love languages for lack of a better term. Well, and that's a Gary Chapman has a fantastic yes. book about it. If you've never read about it, but we'll kind of touch on that. It, um, it's we didn't prob- come up with this. No, it's probably the most practical relationship tool that has come out in the past 50 years. In my opinion, I agree. Gary Chapman came out with this book at least 25, maybe 30 years ago. It's still a bestseller to this day because it's, it's just so practical and real. And, um, you know, the, the idea is that everyone has a different love language, right? In a way that you feel most loved, by another person. So let's walk through the five love languages. And there probably are more, but this kind of sums up, I think, a good generalization of the way in which different people receive love. Yeah. All right. So uh, the first one is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. And so for some of you, words of affirmation is a big deal. For some of you, it isn't a big deal at all. It's like encouragement and saying things out loud to your partner. A word of affirmation means saying really things that are assumed and unspoken about someone. Mm -hmm. So if this is you, you like to hear words, but you also like to receive texts and emails and phone calls. Mm -hmm. You just like to hear positive affirmation about who you are. Yeah. Um, I read a book a while ago uh, entitled The Surprising Secrets of Highly Happy Marriages. And it's full of a lot of stats, which, you know, I love stats. And it said a 75%, I want to see if you agree with this, Jordan, 75% of all women said they love when their spouse leaves her a message by voicemail, email, or text during the day to say that he loves and is thinking about her. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's, so. I, yeah, I think that is true of anybody. And just so you know, too, like you might have some dominant love languages, but I think almost everyone has traces of every sure. one of these. So don't think like, Oh, I have all of them. I'm crazy. No, it's, you're going to have a couple that are dominant and then the rest are just helpful, but not yep, pertinent for sure. It also says 76% of women said that they love when their husband tells them you're beautiful, which kind of, you know, but again, I think we need, I, I think for me, the words of affirmation, it's about saying the things that are assumed, mm-hmm. you know, you, you gotta, you know, I know that you think, that I think you're beautiful, but the power is not in me thinking that and you knowing that I think that the power is mm-hmm. in me saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially sure. if your love language is words of affirmation. Right. Yep. And I think that, I think we got to be careful too on both men and women about praising our spouse that it's done privately and publicly. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you, if you only do it publicly, if like the only time that, you know, you tell the world that you think your wife is hot is on you know, Instagram. On Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Over time, I think she starts to think that actually that post is more about you yeah. than it is about her. Yeah. So I think there's a balance of private and public there, but yep, that's good. for some people, it's it's uh, words of affirmation. Uh, it was interesting, uh, the flip side of that for men when it comes to words of affirmation, said 72% of all men love it when their wife, girlfriend, significant other says to them, you did a great job at blank. Like it's performance based. Yeah. Yeah. That's not yep. surprising because we tend to find our identity in performance. Mm-hmm. So I, I, anyway, I thought that that was, is that true for you? Like, yes. would you rather me say you did a really good job on this course today rather than, Hey, I love you. And you look handsome today. Yes. I, I would rather hear you say things to me about, like I want it to be genuine, ethic. but about, yeah, like if if I, you listen to a sermon I did and you're not there or whatever and you watched online, when you text me, you're like, you did a great, that was a great message. You really did a good job with that. That means more to me than all the other uh, text mm. or notes that I get. That's good to know. Yep. All right. So 
Words of affirmation. Second one is quality time. This is your top one, right, Jordan? That is my number one. Um, so for Jordan and for all of you who quality time is your number one love language, you spell love T-I-M-E, right? Now, this can hold as challenges for those of us that are trying to love those of you that your love language is quality time because we live in a very busy society. Mm-hmm. And the idea here is that you're spending time together in the common pursuit to experience togetherness. Yes. Like... I'm just going to go on my own diatribe here. Yep. Like for quality time, and for those of you who this is your love language, you would resonate with this. And if this is not your love language, I would highly recommend listening to this because it's hard to understand because you and I, we work from home, right? Yep. Predominantly, you travel a decent bit. But other than that, during the week, we're pretty much together all day. We work nonstop. Um, a lot of times we're working till 7.30 at night. And then we get on the couch and if he's sitting right next to me, the whole day we're together, I don't feel love until we're sitting together and we're not on our computers working. He's not on his phone. I'm not on my phone. We're just together in our like silence or whatever. I've had to learn that. It's funny you use that. I have that look at my notes. I have that exact example written down because, you know, she might in the evening, you know, say, I just need some time with you and I'm what I'm thinking and I've, I've said more I've done more than think this I've said this haven't I'm like more time are you kidding me we live together we work together we're attached at the hip like you need more time are you kidding me attention is the word yeah and that's it attention. and and it's time where we're together on the same thing the same wavelength watching the same thing or reading the same thing or having the same conversation talking about something it's yeah. not about proximity no, no, no. Yeah. It's just engaging together on something that doesn't work. Yep. All right. So that's quality time. Third love language, uh, receiving gifts. This is my number two. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what's interesting. I've worked with people for years on these five love languages. Most people do not want to admit when so this is their gift or this is their love language because they think it makes them sound materialistic, but that is not the case at all. And you yeah. can correct me if I'm wrong here, but for people who this is their love language, it's not about the value of the gift. It, it, for them, the gift doesn't have to cost a lot. The gift just has to communicate, I was thinking about you. Yeah, like I wasn't with you and you were at the airport and you brought me back a Reese's or yeah. like you always bring me your snacks from the, yep. <laughs> from the plane. I sound like a four-year-old, but you, like you bring me something and that makes me feel like, oh, I, he thought of me. I actually have some beef jerky and <laughs> cheese. In, in my backpack. That's the most pregnant thing I've ever thought about. <laughs> just for you, babe. Snacking on. But no, you're right. And I, I think it's even more than that. It's more than that. I was just thinking about you. It's also, I was thinking about you and I know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I bring you something that I know you like to you that communicates, I'm known. Mm-hmm. So it's not about the gift. It's about thinking you were of thought you about and, and you were known. Yeah, that's good. So, okay. Fourth love language is acts of service. That's your number this one. This is my number one. By far, which I'll just say right now, for those of you who are dating and or married or in close proximity who's with someone who this is their love language, it stinks for you. It does. It really does. It really sucks. Because all I have to do to make you feel loved is to sit on the couch with you. If you want to make me feel loved, you have to do something, right? Yeah. No, it's true. It's, yeah, it's the, like, unloading the dishwasher when you're the one that loaded it or, like... You know, we yeah. have our we have our roles in the house, but it's when I take something that you would have done. That I typically do. Yeah. It's also too when you join me in something. 
you don't have to completely do it by yourself. But if I'm stuck on a project and you jump in and help me, that's an act of service to me. Or, or I, it could be an IT issue. Okay. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah, like I help yeah. you with design stuff all yep. the time. Is that act of service? Yes. Like when I make things for you? Yeah. Okay. It is. Yep. Uh, okay. Fifth one, physical touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, some interesting stats on this. The average person craves 13 hugs a day. I read that. Did you like, write this? <laughs> no, I, I like hugs, but that's a lot of hugs. Also, the average length of a hug between two people is three seconds. That's what researchers say. They also say, I thought this was interesting, is that when a hug lasts 20 seconds, there's major therapeutic benefit to the body and mind. Yeah. So, I mean, and it went in depth about like what gets, uh, what happens in your body and your mind when a hug lasts more than 20 seconds. Here's my thing. 20, count out 20 seconds right now. No, if there's That's a, a long time. If there's a 20 second hug, someone like must have passed away or you must be reuniting. Yeah. There's some other trauma. <laughs> I just said the only person I'm ever going to hug for 20 seconds is you. And to be honest, after six seconds, I'm starting to believe this hug is going to go somewhere else. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. No, I, I, the, I, 13 hugs is a lot, but I think physical touch in a relationship usually is like patting on, you know, yeah. rubbing your back, holding your hand, that kind of stuff, which yeah. I, ne- I was never natural at. It's, that's not, this is not one of your top no. love languages. Yeah. No, it's interesting too. Obviously for most guys, when they hear physical touch, they're thinking sex, but we're talking about like non-sexual touch, which is, I know, a complete oxymoron for most guys. Like non-sexual, t- what is non-sexual touch? But uh, for instance, 82% of women said it deeply pleases them when their spouse just takes their hand. Why are you laughing? I can see you laughing. <laughs> well, because I was reading a quote and it says deeply pleases them. I'm like, wow, that's a lot for just <laughs> oh holding her hand. 74% said it deeply pleases them. Can we stop When recording? he puts his arm around her or puts his hand on her knee. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're not, it doesn't have to even be a hug. Sometimes it's no, just, it's, it's, a, it's an acknowledgement. Right? Yeah. And a lot of times people who, this is their love language. It's also a public display of affection. So it's like. You, it, it means something to you that you're not embarrassed yeah. to put your hand on my leg or you're not embarrassed to hold my hand in public, things like that. Yeah. So uh, that's the five love languages. Typically, we have one really dominant one, maybe two dominant ones. A couple of thoughts I just want to add to this for application. First of all, is we generally speak our native language. Okay. So um, if your native language is acts of service, what then you what you're going to speak, the way you're typically just naturally going to show the other person in relationship love is through acts of service. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had, you know, a, a partner say to you, I just don't feel loved. And you're like, what? You don't feel, are you, you don't feel loved. Don't you remember when I bought you, you this mm-hmm. and then I bought you that and I surprised you with this gift. And it's because your love language is acts are mm-hmm. gifts, mm-hmm. right? And you're, so you're speaking that gifts language and maybe her love language is quality time and she don't want the gift. What really means love to her is just being with her. Yep. And I, so I think it's really important that to understand everyone has a love tank and what fills up their tank is their language. Not mm-hmm. your language, it's their language. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's so, so true. So just speaking your own language doesn't really get you anywhere, although that's, again, what most of us just naturally do. Yeah, because you would probably say, oh, she's going to feel loved because I just did the laundry or yep. I just emptied the dishwasher and I'm sitting there like, I don't have quality time because you're unloading the dishwasher yep. and you're doing the laundry. And, and, and 
I can feel that energy from you. And I'm like, what's the matter with you? I'm doing all this work around the house. Like mm-hmm. you should be, you know? Yeah. And again, I, we just have to be aware of this because we all slip back into this. The second kind of observation about love languages for me is it's more important to know your partner's language than your own. Yes. Because of what we just talked about. And over time, what happened with the love languages becomes so popular, the five love languages. People throw their love language around like, their Myers-Briggs personality test or their mm-hmm. Enneagram number. Like, yeah. here's my love language, right? Right. And I, I'll bring it back to our title, this idea of how to get the love you want. Um, to get the love that you want, you start by giving the love that they need. Mm. So we go back to that, that idea of everybody has a tank, right? Has a love tank. The more you fill up your spouse's love tank or your boyfriend or your girlfriend's love tank, the more capable they then are of being able to show that love back to you. Right. And so it is kind of this weird dichotomy where to actually get the love that you want, you have to give the love that they need. Mm -hmm. So sure, it's good for you to know your own love language. It's healthy for you to communicate to your partner what makes you feel appreciated and what doesn't do a whole lot for you. But ultimately, the whole purpose of the five love languages in that original book was it doesn't stop there. It starts there. And what's real clear is that your love language, you know, is is really about discovering the love language of the other person so you can speak that. Yeah. There's this passage of scripture, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. It says, don't let any unwholesome, unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up. And here's the key line, according to their needs. Mm. So there's this idea that we should be fairly familiar with, aware of the needs of the other person that we're in a relationship with. Yep, that's good. And I just think it's key because every couple has differences. And we'll talk a lot about this over this month. Every mm-hmm. couple has differences. Differences aren't the problem. It's how you handle the differences that matter. Yep. Yeah, at the end of the day, like we're all going to have obstacles and challenges, but if these, if your love languages are, you know, identified and communicated and you're attempting that, your guard is down, you're just more open to getting over those obstacles, right? Like if I feel loved and you feel loved, even though we might have this mountain to get over, you're so much more like apt to being open-eyed about it and open-palmed about it. And we're not perfect in this at all. Um, so I'm not saying that we are, but I really think having this foundation is really important. Yep. So a little homework for this week for everybody. Number one, if you don't know your love language, uh, discover it. Uh, number two, and this is more important, if you don't know your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, best friend's love language, find that out. Yeah. Because you may be doing, thinking that you're showing them all kinds of love and they don't feel it. It's like they have an unleaded tank and you're trying to put diesel in it and the hose doesn't even fit, right? It's it's It just doesn't match. Yeah. Um, and girl tip, pro tip, um, if you go to your husband or boyfriend and they're kind of weary of this stuff, don't be like, let's figure out your love language. You should like talk to them and be like, hey, of these five things, what makes you feel like the best? You know, yeah. I think it's if you present it in that way and you can have kind of a more open conversation, I think that'd be really good. But yeah, yep. figure those out. And you can look online for like descriptors. descriptors yeah, of all you could them. actually Google a uh, love language quiz. And do yeah, an yeah. online quiz if, if you it's really free. want to figure it out. Totally free and kind of fun way. So I love this. I love to kick off the relationship goals. Me too. It's I'm, be I'm a fun excited month. about this one. We are a work in progress in our relationship for sure. But yeah. I love like just the transparency through it all. And we can't wait to hear how it impacts you guys. So Yeah, and don't stuff. forget to shoot us your email. Go to theplaceforgood.com. Mm-hmm. Give us your email so we can go, go on, on a double date. date. Yeah, we can talk about our love languages. Yep. 
<laughs> no, not really. We won't be weird. Um, hey, share this episode. Um, rate, subscribe. Everybody in this whole world needs help with their relationship, whether you're dating or married or not. Um, I think this is super helpful. So in the name of love and the month of February, share this with everybody, please. There you go. Hope you guys have a great week. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May he smile on you and be gracious to you. May he show you his favor and give you his peace. <laughs>